0: Welcome back to another episode of Professionals Podcasting. In this episode, Attorney Meredith Bott discusses long-term care insurance with expert
1: Jesse Sloan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, today's an important topic. Um, we hear this all the time from our prospects, from our clients. Um, it's a scary topic, especially when um, you know you work so hard for your assets and you want to get it down and make sure it goes to their family um but then they realize oh no i what if i have dementia like my mom did or what if i have a stroke and now all of a sudden i'm home and homebound and and someone has to take care of me um what if you know there's a car accident and you have you're in a coma these are all reasons that people would need um more of a care that's that's 24 hours or even You know, mostly twenty four hours, and I have. Actually, (laughs) I'll
0: let you introduce me, and 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 I'll tell you. You know, I'll. um, It's it's rarely twenty four hours.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I do a,
0: circumstances. yeah, we
1: have a special guest today. Jesse Sloan has been kind enough to join us today, and he has the expertise um, to give us some really good information. So, I'm really excited. And so, Jesse, why don't you introduce yourself and then um, sure. kind of give us an understanding of what you do?
0: Well, so my name is Jesse Sloan. I am director of the American Association for Long-Term Care Insurance. We're an industry organization. We do not sell long-term care insurance, but our my role is to advocate educate. Um, We have an incredible website uh, with a lot of information for consumers to read uh, and really better understand. Because you're right, it is a complex topic. And and I didn't mean to cut you off, but there are a a tremendous number of misperceptions about who needs it, why they need it, does it pay? Um, what, What are your options? How much does it cost? And, and, um, uh, and when do you have to start the process? So, you know, it, it's my goal here is to help sort of give a quick overview to your folks, not to make their eyes glaze over, but help them really understand why this is so important. Uh, so I'm, I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, uh, to share.
1: Yeah, thank you. That's great. So I think when people come to me, they think automatically like, oh my gosh, I have to get on Medicaid in order for me to get this type of care. And then they realize they can't qualify for Medicaid. It's very difficult. Um, So I always share in my seminars and even in, in initial consultations that there's this wonderful way to pay for it in a, in a different um, more a different than than traditional long-term care insurance. So you want to share a little bit about what the options are out there?
0: Yeah, let, let's sort of take a step back if that would be okay. That'd be great. So um, first, really what is long-term care? who needs it? Why is this an important topic? So it's not important for everybody. but if you live a long life and a lot of us will, hope to and do. If you live a long life into your 80s, your 90s, and my mom is still alive, kicking, um, uh, walking several blocks every day, and she is turning 97. So a lot of us will make it into our hundreds. When you live a long life, the consequence of living a long life is often the need for care care generally to do what are called activities of daily living. So you're still alive um, uh, and you're living in your own home, but but you can't necessarily dress yourself. You can't walk to the supermarket to get food. You may have terrible arthritis and not be able to uh, uh, get dressed in the morning or get onto a toilet. Those are all very common conditions. That's what's called long-term care. It is not covered by Medicare or your health insurance. So what happens when you need long-term care? And again, this is in your own home. We're not talking, people associate this incorrectly with going into a nursing home. Yeah. You only go into a nursing home when, you're, when you have the worst of all circumstances. Yeah. And even if you have dementia or Alzheimer's, you want to get cared for in your own home, not in a nursing home. We just went through COVID. We read all the stories about all the deaths, all the, mm-hmm. all the tragedies. If you've worked and saved your whole life, you wanna stay home. So what happens when you stay home? Well, a couple of things. First, if you need care, you're going to have to pay for it yourself out of your own savings and assets. Yeah. And when that happens, a lot of us, you know, I my grandmother used to talk and she goes, as you get older, when you come into the world, you as a baby, you come in with clenched fists. And when you leave the world, you go out <laughs> with
1: clenched fists. So funny.
0: people don't, they don't want to spend the money or, uh-huh. If you have a married couple, um, the husband who's generally older might need care. And the wife says, look, you know, husband's 85, wife is 82. You know, she can't lift them out of bed uh, and put them on a toilet. And he's like, well, we need some care. Go find out what it costs. Well, Wife comes back knowing that an hourly, even as I said, my mom was talking to a care worker. And when she was told that a care worker would come to her house a couple of hours a day, it was $25 an hour. Her head started to spin Aww. because, because yeah. you know, that's yeah. a hundred add it, it adds up. And even though she can afford it and she can do it. So yeah. long-term care insurance is one of the options. couple of things why get it? First, because you want to be able to stay in your own home and two-thirds, two-thirds of all long-term care insurance benefits pays for care in your own home, not in a skilled nursing home, not in assisted living. It enables, it's what I call nursing home avoidance insurance. Mm -hmm. So it pays for care in your own home. Mm -hmm. It gives you more options. It gives you faster access So let's use my mom again, if she needed care, and her long term care insurance policy would pay maybe only $100 a day. Well, the conversation would be very different, not like, oh, I can wait to get this care, it would be my insurance policy provides $100 a day, that's four hours of care, let's get some help in there. Those are the reasons, because you're going to live a long life. You want to stay in your own home. Medicare is not an option. Medicaid is not an option unless you're totally impoverished. And so long-term care insurance is something to look at. But before we start going deeper into the options, here's the caveat. You know, you can't buy homeowner's insurance after your house burnt down. We all understand that. It would be nice. You know, you call the insurance company and say, hey, (laughs) sell me some of that homeowner's insurance. And they go, great, it's $1,000 a year. And you say, that's terrific. Sign here, I'm writing you a check. And oh, by the way, my house just burnt down. I expect you to rebuild it. So insurance doesn't work that way. You have to start looking at long-term care insurance generally in your 50s, definitely before you qualify for Medicare. And here's why. Although I have a boyish charm, I'm 69, I love my Medicare. And so do most seniors, you know, we argue whether we want socialized medicine or not, but boy, do we love Medicare. Why? Because it pays for so much, including lots of health exams. Well, when you get those health exams, your doctor is going to find things, you know, they're going to put you on this prescription medicine will keep you alive till 90. And that's a good thing. But when the long term care insurance companies get access to your medical reports, and they will, Uh they're going to see all of those things and they're going to decline coverage. They're not Uh going to give you this insurance protection. Uh They really want healthier people. So you've got to start looking at it in your mid 50s. What I always say the sweet spot is 55 to 65. So that's sort of the quick overview why you need it, how you could use it. And and when you have to start looking at it. So now yeah. let's go into deeper. What are the options? Mm-hmm.
1: That's great. Um, and that's so true. The the whole thing that people have this misunderstanding. Most people tell me I want to stay home. I definitely don't want to go into a nursing home. And then they hear all well, the costs of nursing homes is, is kind of, a, you know, I you know, you're you're eye popping. <laughs> um
0: most most of us will, you go into a nursing home, if you have, for what I would call a short-term state, which by the way, is very rarely covered by by long-term care insurance, that is almost always covered by Medicare. So you break a hip, you get a hip replacement. The hospital part of Medicare pays for just a couple of days, and then they put you into basically rehab, In a nursing home might be 20 days. Usually that's at most today when you get a hip replacement. If you look, you're back home walking within a couple of days. So um, uh, most people who go into a nursing home are there because they're impoverished. They're on Medicaid. People who have your clients who are saving, who are prudent. They are very rarely going to go into a nursing home um, uh, only under the very worst circumstances. So they're going to want care in their own home or an assisted living community.
1: Right. But I will, um, you know, give you a little backlash on that because I think what's hard is that middle ground. So certainly if you have accumulated a couple million dollars and up, you have that luxury of paying for care at home, right? Generally. You also have the impoverished. They can get on Medicaid quick, sooner rather than later than most people. It's that middle ground, which is most people, most people in my database have maybe saved up between $500,000 to a million dollars. And if one of the couple has to go into a nursing home at $100,000 a year, it's gone, those savings are gone, yeah. and the second person is not able to have any money. So, what I'm saying, my point is when people come to a lawyer, they're like, How do I hide my money? How do I get on Medicaid sooner rather than later? There right. are options, it depends right. on the 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 health um of the people, of the couple or the single person, and it, it depends on their assets and their income. So all of that is in, in
0: I in I, I I totally agree. And and most of your folks are coming at a point where they're they're reaching, they have the need and they're looking and they're saying, okay, I have this need and I already know what the options are and worst case scenario, it may involve a nursing home yeah. and it could where, where the costs are going to be high. So absolutely. Unfortunately for those people at that point, long-term care insurance is off the table. Understood. Because, so
1: that's where, yeah. you know, where well, exactly yeah, everything no, I said I today is really important for people to hear in their 50s, early 60s. And this information is so important for my clients because they're asking me, well, what if I have to go in? And I'm like, well, we're not doing Medicaid planning right now because you're only 58. Um, but definitely talk to this person about long-term care options. There are so many different ways to take care of this cost, not just straightforward long-term care insurance, which to me is like car insurance. You use it and you lose it, right? You, you you pay every year, no car accidents, nothing, it's gone, right? So I know there's a lot of hybrid types of policies, and that's one of the things that, again, I don't sell this stuff, so I don't know all the ins and outs, but I just know about them.
0: So, no, you're absolutely right. I I refer to this type of insurance as a reverse lottery. With the lottery... You know, um, uh, the prize is big and and a lot of us all um, want to buy a ticket and we all spend a dollar and very few of us win. You know, one person here, one person there. We've all heard a story, but it isn't us. Um, Long-term care insurance and and a lot of insurance products are the reverse lottery. You spend your dollar. But in this particular case, I always tell people, you actually hope not to win. People think Uh, uh, for whatever reason you know, nobody buys car insurance and says, boy, I got this insurance. Can't wait to total my car or (laughs) can't wait for my house to burn down. But for some reason, with long-term care insurance, there is this connection that this is a financial product or an investment. It's not. There's two types of long-term care insurance. And I'll give you a sort of a a quick overview again, not to make people's eyes glaze over, but they can go to the association's website and, and see prices and see costs and, yeah. and we really get to get this deeper. But um, so you have traditional, uh, that's always been uh, the mainstay of the industry. That's a health-based product. Mm-hmm. And basically it's, it's you buy insurance uh, the more coverage, the more benefits you buy. I, I, I like to use pictures in people's mind. So imagine a swimming pool. It's a swimming pool and you got a spigot and you turn on the spigot to fill the swimming pool instead of with water, but with dollar bills. The more dollar bills you want in the swimming pool, the more premium you're going to pay, just like if you were filling your bigger swimming pool with more water, you'd pay more of a higher water bill. When you need, excuse me, qualifying care, now you're going to start to drain those dollars out of the pool. Um, And and people look and say, oh, do I have a three-year policy or a two-year or a five-year? Those are misleading. All of those are are how much water and dollars you're putting in the swimming pool. And then as you're taking it out, it's how many dollars are you taking out? And the policy lasts until uh, the dollars run out. The, the facts on those um, is that anywhere from, you read a lot of mis, misinformation about how many people will need long-term care, and, and a lot of those mislead the public. Um, so I just look at people who buy the insurance.
1: Uh-huh.
0: How many of them actually are going to use their policy? And actually, between a third and about half who actually buy this coverage use the policy. Uh So you know, good ratio. Yeah, no, it is. It is actually much higher than most people assume. Now, many people just get a small benefit. Some people get a much larger benefit. Then there are these linked benefit products, which are basically typically life insurance policies. One is an annuity, but they're life insurance policies that enable you to, you're one of two results, either you're going to die, which everybody does, and then the life insurance policy pays a benefit to heirs, mm-hmm. or you're going to need long-term care. If you need long-term care, it's going to draw down on your policy. So it's not like you get both If you need long-term care, you're using your own money, your own life insurance benefit to pay for that long-term care. Why do people like it? Why don't they like it? Um, They like it because there's this mindset of, if I didn't use that traditional policy, I wasted all of that money, as if you wasted all the money on your car insurance or your home insurance because it never burnt down. But I understand we have to accept that mindset. The link benefit products, if you don't use it, you you don't get a benefit, but your heirs do, yeah. and that's 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 at least something. The downside of the, those linked benefits are that they cost more. It's not like the insurance companies had this uh, you know wonderful epiphany of like wow mm-hmm. we figured out how to give away how to have, do long term care insurance and give away free life insurance. Mm-hmm. So for if you compare equal benefits more or less. Those life insurance policies are much higher because they're providing a life benefit. And by the way, you could get your money back on a traditional policy. There are return of premium uh, options. Nobody would ever do it. They don't want to spend the money. So you have both of those options. Is one better than the other? Um, No. I mean, they're different. Yeah, they're different you know who are you just like there's different financial there are yeah. people who just invest in CDs because they're very conservative and there are people who invest in stock funds because they want to be more aggressive so right, right but you have both of those options
1: yeah and i i think what you're saying with the um you know the lottery ticket i think with traditional long term care it's possible let's just say you you pay for it you sign up and in a year you have a major stroke Right. And yeah, but, then you're able to, you need to use it. Right. But the likelihood is you're going to buy it in your 50s. You might not need this care until late 70s, 80s. And then you had paid into the system. Right. So.
0: Yeah. If, if say, you both
1: have good and bad on it. I'm
0: saying. If you buy, if you buy um, a traditional policy and you have a stroke the next year, the insurance company will hate you. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, it's just
0: like a, so, and, but a it happened.
1: policy and, and a yeah. young guy dies by, you
0: know. Yeah, it stuff. does happen, um, but people shouldn't think that way. No, I'm not it, but, but, Right, the reason to, because, you know, because then I, I always say, that puts people in the wrong mindset that's puts people into, you know, well, who do I know that 60 that had a stroke? Yeah. Most of us are going to need it because thanks to modern medicine, you know, yes, this COVID age has made us very much aware that it's a different world. And, and actually for Mm -hmm. the first time longevity in the United States dropped, but at some point we're going to be beyond COVID and, and back to what we'll call normal. And in normal life, medicine and medical care and emergency care mm-hmm. is going to enable us to live longer lives. Mm-hmm. So if you if you go to a doctor regularly, if you eat properly, if you are checking your height and weight, you know, and if you you know if that's who you are, the good news is you probably will make it into your 80s and 90s and then you know and yeah. and won't won't just drop dead overnight yeah. um uh, you will slowly deteriorate and need long term care if you are if you're unhealthy you know the insurance companies um uh, you know, on the traditional side, sort of know that. That's why they do not give you benefits because they know that you're going to start needing care much earlier.
1: Yeah.
0: So you're so on tell, your own.
1: tell us about that underwriting process. What is um, needed when you go through that and what types of things will will probably deny you of getting that traditional long-term care?
0: Um, height and weight. Uh, if you are actually too light, too light, I should have such problems (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, or if you're too heavy. Uh, So there are um, heightened weight build charts. Um, If you have, if, if you take medications for what I'll call common conditions, like after, after 60, almost everybody is on uh, blood pressure, cholesterol, you you know, um, uh, those types of medications there. That's fine. That's expected. But if you um, uh, start having diabetes and your scores are not in check, if you um, uh, haven't been to a doctor in a couple of years, they're going to require that. And then they're going to look, and and this is, it's it actually is a really good point that you raised. The insurance companies are going to look at your health records. A, they're going to pull them up and B, they're going to require them. Yeah. We all know better than the insurance company our conditions. Yeah. We know what medication was prescribed, even if we don't take it. And that's yeah. in a record somewhere. Yeah. So if you take multiple medications, if you've been prescribed multiple medications, if you have some history of health conditions, cancer, other things, um, heart issues, then what's really important is that you do talk to a knowledgeable long-term care insurance specialist because they understand, because that's all that they do, mm-hmm. they understand the nuances of this business. Okay. And they can go to the health underwriter before you apply and say, I have a client that's got this issue and this condition in their record. Will you take a look at it? Because you don't want to be declined. It costs the insurer anywhere from six to $800 to underwrite an individual. Most people are couples. So now you're talking about twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars to underwrite underwrite a policy. If you've been declined by one company, some insurers will automatically say we're not going to we don't want to okay. spend the money. So okay. if you have some health insurers, it really yeah. issues rather Issue. it really pays to uh, okay. to start talking to a specialist first.
1: Got it. And so what if they went that. Well, no, I wouldn't even say that. I'm going to ask a, a, a separate question: Is is the underwriting to get the life insurance with the you know writer different or less? Rigorous? It's it,
0: it's, it, it's about the same today. Um, uh, you know, they'll sort of look at different things <coughs> because you know, in in insurance terms, they're what are called comorbid's, yeah. which you know. Um it's a
1: terrible word to begin with yeah, it's a terrible word,
0: but it's morbidity. <laughs> you know, yeah. so on a life insurance policy, they're concerned about what's going to kill you,, yeah. and then what will keep you alive a long time and make you likely yeah. there. Yeah. But they're more concerned with what's going to kill you. On the long-term care uh, insurance side, there—if—if if, if you want to buy this—and they know that you're going to die in three years—they look and say, "Come on, you know," yeah. but you am know, being kind of glib. But so there, there are similarities and differences.
1: Got it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. All right. Well, I think this has been great information. Is there anything else you think Jesse that we we should be able to
0: No, if I can, can I you know, the yeah. association's website of course. very of course. Easy to So it's just go to uh, Aal. TCI.org. it's the American Association for Long-Term Care Insurance, it's just the initials, awesome. so AALTCI.org, and maybe, you know, if you post this, or you can put a link or whatever, yeah. there's, there's information there. That's um,
1: great. I didn't even I, know that such an organization exists, which is so great for, for consumers to find out. Good. Awesome. Yeah.
0: It's, a, it's an important topic, and I, and yes. I, appreciate, I appreciate you yes. and everybody having interest in it
1: yeah well thank you so much jesse thank you so much for all the information and if any of you ever have questions on this topic please 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 call me and then i'll guide you as to who to talk to in terms of this topic because super important and you should know at least make some informed decisions for yourself and for your family